It's me, the genie quarantini. What's up, y'all? Adam Picora here. Episode 11, Requiem for a Tuesday. Here we go. Uh, let's dive right in. Got some exciting announcements to make. So I have a new little EP coming out real soon. Uh, possibly before the next episode. So it might be this Friday. We'll see. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to have another episode out or not. So that's why I can't really comment on it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, kind of like house, acid house inspired stuff. It's going to be fun. Um, I go by WolfX for those who don't know. WolfX.bandcamp.com. Also got a band, multiplex.bandcamp.com. Major plugs right there. Uh, everything will be streaming everywhere as well. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat, R-F-A-T. Uh, yeah, everything will be continued from there. Kind of trying to unify all my stuff together <laughs> so that way it's not like different personas in different places and then I gotta like clarify whether I'm being Superman or Slim Shady or whatever you know we can kind of all wear I can just wear one hat one R fat hat and uh <laughs> as always uh you can contact me at our fat podcast at gmail.com potentially you know a little bit of dm action if that's your move on ig as well so <clears throat> now that i got those shameless plugs out the way let's roll onto a whole nother thing uh i hope that uh, everybody's doing well you got the quarantine in full effect uh and uh it's definitely kind of weird kind of seems like people are coming together a little bit uh which is cool uh, it's, it's just a new thing. I mean, there's no way to really be ready, I guess. I mean, people can be like, quote, prepared for it, but, <clears throat> but what does that mean? I mean, it means you got a bunch of food that's activated by water. Like you weren't prepared. Nobody's prepared. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's cool that there hasn't been any looting so far that I'm aware of. Uh, I don't think I would handle it well if there was like a, like a live riot loot thing going on in the streets. I mean, I'd still be inside because uh, you're not following the rules. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I'd handle that well. Like, if there's people, like, with fire, like, torches and shit, I'm like, bro, I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? Do you think you could call an Uber in the middle of a riot? <laughs> you think they'd come pick you up? Because uh, I hope so. I don't think that I'd handle it very well. But what can you do? Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I've tried to stay active throughout this whole thing. Like I said, I mean, that whole project was kind of cultivated while being quarantined at home. You know, I've been trying to, you know, I'm doing this, trying to stay busy, but also trying to stay lazy. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to do too much. <laughs> uh, I don't want to break the, break the strain here and, uh, go against, go against my moral compass. You know what I mean? I'm not going to start lifting weights and shit. That's not... Let's not go insane. It'll it'll take a while before that happens. I think I can make it the like if it's two months or whatever, I think I'll be good. So we don't really gotta worry about that. Uh yeah, I don't know. Uh recently the other day we just hopped in the car and just headed out to the Mississippi River. I mean, like, you gotta you gotta clear your head, you gotta get out. Uh went to some uh hillbilly grocery store out in Bumfuck, Boone County, nowhere. And uh there's hardly any taxes on food, so you know, stock the fuck up. I could easily not leave the house for a while. As long as that water keeps running. You know what I mean? 
That's what I'm a little worried about. They're like, bro, you can't have any more water. And I'd be like, that's rough. You know, but that's obviously dire situation. I don't know how serious it is. I'm trying to not really pay attention. As long as I'm feeling all right, I figure, fuck it, right? You know what I mean? I'm lucky enough to not be personally affected in any way. So uh, let's let's fucking keep it that way. And uh, let's move on. Because, I mean, in bigger news than the coronavirus, arguably, uh, I mean, Tom Brady left. I mean, like, this, this algorithm is beyond destroyed. I mean, nothing is going as it should be. And it seems like anybody who is an engineer or... You know, whoever makes algorithms, I assume it's engineers, uh, <laughs> they, they're they on vacation because, like, nobody wants to fucking work on this thing. Everything is just off the rails, batshit insane. And maybe that's always been true and, like, we just haven't known. Like, maybe I happened to, like, like I said, like, growing with the internet. Like, maybe I just became an adult while it all kind of got exposed, I guess. I don't really know because, I mean, if shit's always been this crazy, then I don't know how everybody ever hasn't lost their minds (laughs) because, yeah, I mean, the president's a joke. The Tom Brady's leaving. The prince died. You know, like, what's going on? We can't get anything we want, you know, among all the other bad shit things that have been going on. I mean, that's just the first three things that came to mind for whatever reason. I mean, uh, it's a little bit of backstory on my whole Brady thing. So nobody, nobody, nobody gives a shit and nobody's going to listen anyway. Everybody's just a Fairweather fan unless it's their city. And then you're still a Fairweather fan if you haven't fucking posted a million thousand things about them in the past or like been like we got this when the team sucked it's like okay you guys are a little fucking extreme you know it's definitely possible to not shit on the team you like like while they're bad and just like or even like not watch frankly i mean why would you like don't support it if you support your team while they're bad they're gonna stay bad trust me you know i know what the cubs have been up to (laughs) forever you know what i mean my grandmother lived her entire life luckily she made it through the world series win but she was 90 years old didn't see a goddamn thing you you know what i mean and they grew up like a pretty decent distance from wrigley like you could have hopped on the addison bus and been there in like like 15 minutes so they were going to cubs games like crazy and they always were awful and you know why because their attendance has been phenomenal uh, the White Sox, I don't know what the excuse is, and then any other city, I don't really give a shit. So if that theory's inaccurate, then that's too bad. But I don't know, like when the Bears were terrible, well, the Bears are still terrible. They're not. They shouldn't be, right? But when they were terrible a couple of years ago, like Trubisky's rookie year and the year leading up to it, and you know whatever the two three years there, I mean, I, I barely watched. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? You can't watch all 16 games. It's painful. It's painful, especially when the offense is that dead. Like, at least if you're like the Lions, you know, you can watch like a bunch of exciting shit happen and then you just fuck up. And like, you know what I mean? That just seems like a more enjoyable thing. So I guess I don't really know like every end of the spectrum there. But uh, so, yeah, anyway, you know, I was born in 1995, right? So I'm like six, seven, eight years old. Well, 
Tom Brady's winning his first rings. I know none of the narrative, none of the storylines. I don't know really who the guy... I don't know anything that's going on, you know. I'm just, like, barely even watching uh, sports at all. Definitely not, like, understanding rules, really, or anything. It's, like, pure entertainment, and it's more so just, like, being around the... F- like, being around the fam, you know. I'm a little kid. I don't know. I don't have any independence yet, so... Uh, yeah, it's just like the first Super Bowls I can remember watching. I remember them beating the Rams. I don't really remember the game. I remember like the field goal and just like I remember the first like football moment I remember is the Tennessee Ram. Was it the Rams? Right. Whatever. Even if I'm wrong about that. But like the Tennessee Super Bowl where Steve McNair throws the slant. I remember watching that play. That's the first play I remember seeing, and then I remember the Guskowski like drive, like the not Guskowski, Jesus, the Vinatieri drive at the end of the first one. And I think I remember the Isaac Bruce like that huge touchdown he had where he does that cut and goes. Um, but that's about it. Anyway, yeah, make a long story short. But so like, parallel to like, my Bears natural instinct fandom was that in my growth and then like the dude never went away and the coach never went away you know what i mean like if brady just ends up being like trash one hit wonder right doesn't do anything the next year well they didn't make the playoffs the next year but doesn't do anything the next year and goes away you know and then by the time i'm like 12 and actually getting into it or whatever like seriously he's gone then you know i'm probably i probably don't give a shit you know, it would still be, cr- you know what I mean? Like, w- it's over. So, like, uh, I'm probably still going to be rooting for the Patriots at least a little bit. But I'm also going to be rooting for Brady. I mean, that, that guy's my god. You know what I mean? He's been, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I mean, I see, like, I didn't get to really see Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, I was lucky enough. I got to saw him play live. He was on the Wizards. I may have mentioned that before. It was cool i don't know same thing i was like six like i don't really get it i didn't get it you know it's like watching ali like you watch the tape and you're like oh shit i kind of get it like same thing when you watch like a jordan game this is the thing i got to live i finally i got to live through a goat it was my entire childhood of course i'm gonna fucking wrap that shit like where were you guys you guys weren't watching this in 2001 then that's your problem maybe you're the fair weather fan you know what i mean like liking the bears was also my own choice I mean, like, my mother likes the Bears, sure, but she's not a big football person. Not necess- You know what I mean? Not not in the way that it's like, we got to get gear, we got to go to the games. You know, that's not really a thing. My dad grew up a 49ers fan. Why? Because when he was young, that's what he saw. It was the same thing. Although he was a little bit older, I don't really think it's a fair excuse. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, so to wrap that all up into a neat little bow, uh, for those of you who don't like sports, I don't really care. This is part of it. It's been told. Uh, you could use a little education. You know, ask me some questions, I'll tell you. Um, I just can't believe it. Tampa Bay, of all places, you know, one of the worst <laughs> historical franchises of all time. I mean, I hope that I, I would love it if in the first game they wore the 70s creamsicle thing and with the terrible logo and was just like, watch us undo all of this misery right away. I think that it's probably going to go really well. 
I think that he throws the ball within one second on every play. It's just dudes dashing left and right horizontally across. And since they're so good, <laughs> like the receivers are so good, I think they're just going to blow past everybody all the time. I think that they basically are like will run like a Princeton offense like a bat, you know, like the basketball offense in football somehow. Like I can't really explain what I'm trying to say, but like even faster than the Patriots passes were. I think that they're he's going to get it, boom. Like you know what I mean? I think the goal is like, dude, if anybody touches me once all season, like I'm done. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, we'll see. Uh it's that's going to be crazy. Hopefully the NFL season even fucking happens. You know, honestly, that would probably be the worst case scenario for me. If anything happens to the football season, it would absolutely destroy me because we got a long way to go before that shit's even supposed to start. They're already talking about postponing the draft. It's like you can do the draft virtually. Come on, like lose the money one time. Don't worry about the ratings and the cash and whatever, because we fucking need to know who gets drafted. Like, people need to get drafted. You know what I mean? If you're going to push the draft, like, just for TV and cash and shit, like, you're going to fuck up everything. If you still think the season's going to go as planned, then you, you cannot be pushing anything back because training camp needs to start on time. Like, you need to have your rookies in. You know what I'm saying? So, just please don't do that, NFL. You know? <laughs> I can't. I can't lose the NFL. NBA's whatever, but, I mean, the points are just insane. It's just too much. Like, nobody's really playing basketball. <sighs> as much as it pains me to say, you know, I, I'm not really, I don't like to think of myself as like a purist guy. I'm pretty into innovation, you know, within sports or whatever. But I mean, Jesus, if you're not playing defense, I don't see the point. And like, you can, like, that's, what I, I, you can say that there's a bunch of good defense being played. Like, yeah, in individual matchups, but like, as a team, there just isn't because there's too many points. And I get analytics and threes, and that's the reason why there's more points. But I don't know. I, I can't. There's just something in me that it just believes that, like, you could still really stifle somebody. Like, there's still the ability to hold somebody to, like, 90 points. You know? Like, it was, I, I've said this before. It wasn't that long ago where playoff games would have, like, 75-point games. Like, that was not... That was, like, you know, six years ago. Like, it wasn't that long ago where it was normal. Like, 100 points was still, like, an accomplishment and not a standard. You know what I mean? Like, the, the highest-scoring team in the NBA scored, like, 120 points a game. <laughs> and the best defense is allowing, like, 105. It just blows my mind. Anyway, even though I've said that before, I will say it again. Uh, been pretty turned off by basketball. Super excited for football season, though. I'm really excited for the new Madden. Uh, that my my favorite thing about getting a sports video game is getting it the year after like a bunch of shit just changed and got shook up um cuz then you can kind of see how each team is with like the guy a little bit before the season starts so like you can crush it and be like bro this could have happened like this and you feel better about yourself and whatever <laughs> and you know it's just nice it's nice to be able to uh get to see your team win the Super Bowl virtually in your own room, you know? <laughs> anyway, so I'll digress from sports. I did watch that fucking uh, crazy Tiger King shit. Uh, Florida is just the worst place. I don't really know why anyone would consciously make a decision to live there. 
Like, haven't you heard enough terrible things that you're like, that people are still like, yeah, I'm going to stay here in Florida. Like, those people have different DNA. Those are not, those are not human beings as I and you know them. You know what I'm saying? That's not to diminish them and say that they are less than human. I did not say that. But they're different. (laughs) Please show me a normal story from Florida that doesn't involve like tourist places because those normal stories are from people that aren't from there <laughs> it is an absolute like outlaw wasteland desolate swamp out there i i can't even begin to fathom i mean what could be running through someone's brain down there is there something in the water you know what I mean? Like all this, uh, there's enough Florida man going around for everybody, and it's daily. I mean, if you go to Google News with Florida man, it's different every couple hours, for like a full page worth. Everybody's just fucking crazy down there. I think it's the humidity, because I mean, the summers here they get pe- people get murdered like crazy. It's hot. <laughs> it's brutal. Humidity is terrible. Um. I mean, it, it, it also prevents us from drinking water. For those who do not know, I didn't know this, okay? Let me do a little little story time here. So I went to Colorado once in my life, okay? And while I was there, I could not stop drinking water the entire time. My mouth was like I ate sand every 10 minutes. The air there is just so dry that breathing is impossible without just gallons of water which is incredible you know what i mean it's fantastic but (laughs) you have to piss all the time all the time like i would take a piss before we go somewhere and then by the time everybody's actually ready to leave you know like seven minutes later i'm like all right let me piss before we go (laughs) and then we can go it is insane and This is my theory as to why, if this is even accurate, but I feel like the Midwest is uh, has a higher obesity rate, right? Definitely seems likely. A lot of people would assume it's because of the cold, but my counter, however, is that it's because of the humidity. Because, let me tell you, there's times where like I'm thirsty and I just think I'm hungry. Like I don't even know. I didn't get into water until I was like 22 years old. You know what I mean? Nobody's dr- nobody was drinking water <laughs> when I was a kid. And that sounds absolutely insane. You don't need it. You could go a couple days without drinking anything over here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's normal. Maybe that's just me. But I feel like you could just sit in a room all day, probably eat some crackers, and you could just still, like, not have any water. And so it's like, oh man, I must be hungry again. It's like, no, you're thirsty. You can't tell when you're thirsty. How are you going to know? How are you going to be hydrated if you never know when you're thirsty? You know? Oh, beer sounds good. Of course it sounds good. I don't need anything. Right? So, uh, yeah. It, it's a, it was a unique experience to learn, oh, like this is what it's like to like need water, you know? And then uh, it became like, <laughs> it's funny that it became like an Instagram fad to like drink water. I mean, thank God, whatever it takes, you know. Uh, luckily, 
I discovered it before the internet had to tell me. So that's good, but it still took way too long for me to understand that I should be drinking more water. I try to drink 64 ounces a day. Uh, almost never happens unless I'm at work. That's when it's easy, because then you're just sipping, sipping, sipping. It's like a board when we drink some something to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, I quit smoking, so who knows what I'm going to do. If, I, if we ever get to go back to work again, maybe this is it. You know, maybe we'll just all sign contracts to stay where we are for, like, like a decade or whatever. Then we can come out when it's clear, you know. Uh, as long as the electricity keeps flowing, I can uh, I can probably swing it. As long as I got electricity and water, <laughs> I've learned. Uh, yeah, that could be fun. It was uh, messing with the EQ a little bit, so if I sound different, apologies. <clears throat> like I said, always a work in progress, you know. Uh, that's kind of like my always strive and prosper. Always a work in progress. I'm a whip, a whip mob. Hit me up. Uh, hashtag a whip. Maybe that could be our uh, our next new little slogan. I mean, I try to keep them coming. You know, we got uh, we got the R fat stuff. We got the I feel like Tuesday. Maybe let's go a whip. Hashtag a whip. That's me. Always a work in progress. We keep it moving forward. 100% tundra. Okay? I'm like uh I like to think of myself as like an angry Kevin Nealon. <laughs> uh if that if that registers or is even possible, that just becomes a completely different person. Uh but shout out to Kevin Nealon. I wish you were in more stuff. At least that I I guess I wish I've seen more of your stuff. I'm sure you're in plenty of stuff. But uh keep it going, you know, Kevin Nealon. Give me a call, you know. Maybe we can do something. Um, that reminds me. So I should I should probably tell this story. So I I don't know if it's still active or not, but I definitely have what at least used to be Pauly Shore's phone number in my phone. Now this was also confirmed back when I had a Snapchat because it was like people in your contacts and then it was like him and you could watch his story and I was like, oh, that's him. So this is legit. And I also knew it was 100% legit because of said story. So uh, I used to work near, right across from uh, Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg, Illinois. Now there is a, there's an improv there, comedy club, like attached to the mall. Uh, I did not work at the mall, thankfully. It's a disaster, apparently. Uh, so I don't recommend it. If anybody's thinking about working at a mall, don't. Here you go. Here's your sign. You came to the right place. Um, but anyway, so like every now and then, not consistently, or maybe we just didn't notice, I don't know, but uh, performers at, from the comedy club, I guess if they're there early or whatever, they would come in. I used to work at Whole Foods. There's a Whole Foods right there. And... Yeah, they would come in and grab whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? It's a store and they're people. They can do whatever they want. But they would come in and every now and then, you know, we'd be like, oh, shit, that's that guy or blah, blah, blah. Or people, you know, sometimes it would go without being mentioned. Sometimes it would go without being noticed. Sometimes you're not there. You don't even hear about it. Whatever. Right? So one time it's uh, the legend himself, Mr. Pauly. And uh, basically he was just like, he basically just hit on a coworker and it the, actually the story itself is really funny so uh shout out to the homie i'm talking to you know who you are if you end up listening to this but i know you won't because i know you and that's why you deserve to pick up garbage anyway <laughs> uh 
Uh, so if <clears throat> forgive me if my Pauly Shore impression is terrible, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do one like mandatorily when it gets to the point. So anyway, I don't really know what went down. Uh, I wasn't in the area. I was actually working at like a like in a station at the time, so I like couldn't leave, and I really wanted to. I don't know, say something. It's fucking Pauly Shore. You know the guy's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I mean like funny to listen to talk, but God, come on, those movies are terrible. You know, you can't you can't do anything about that. You can't deny that. Anyway, although <clears throat> loved him in a uh, goofy movie, or was he an extremely goofy movie? Either I think he was in both. Whatever, uh, extremely is better. I don't care what anybody says. Bradley Uppercrust the third. I mean, you cannot you cannot top that, right? Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, he's just over there. He's like, "Do you know who I am?" Oh wow, that went horribly wrong. See, I told you. I couldn't, <laughs> I told you I couldn't do it, but, uh, yeah, he was like, do you know who I am, and, uh, she was like, no, and he's like, take a picture of me and send it to your parents, maybe they'll know, <laughs> and I, to this day, think that that is so fucking funny, like, <laughs> that a comedian, that anybody would ask a person to take a picture with them, because, oh my god, that's just brilliant. I mean, you understand why. I just explained the story. I was going to just repeat it again and expl- and be like, that's why that's funny, because it's what I said. Anyway, you guys get it. But anyway, I think that's a brilliant bit. Also, really good way where if you're a famous person not getting offered a phone number to get a phone number. I got to admit, because then he's like, send it to me too. Here's my number. Bam. Pretty slick move. Now, uh, I think he was purely doing it to fuck around. Um, And, like, so that, so, like, people could have a story to tell just like this. And so it's brilliant. And I love, I love the bit entirely. Uh, So, Paulette, you know, uh, I think we called him once and I think he answered. And that's probably why he changed his number. Uh, You know, I, I probably am not the only one who got said phone number so sorry paulie uh if you ever want to talk <laughs> you know uh i have your number uh so let me know if you want me to use it or if it's accurate and uh you know we can work something out you know maybe i'll write you a sequel to encino man not that i've seen it or would yeah so that's my uh that's my classic paulie shore story that i hijacked from someone else um, I wish more comedians would have came in there so I could have not had the courage to talk to them and then be mad about it. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Uh, I cannot handle anybody that I'm like truly a fan of. I wouldn't, I can't speak to. I'm confident in that, in that it's only really happened once. Now, this was like... It was like a don't meet your hero type situation where it was like a dude in my favorite band and I panicked. You know, that that's a whole thing. I feel like that was at least a little bit reasonable. But I know that I would have been mad if I didn't do it. It was one of those where it's like, if you're not really that big of a fan, it's like, I just don't really want to bug that part. Like, you know what I mean? It's not really that cool of an experience for me, so why would I waste their time? You know what I mean? And like, as a worker, maybe I would like be a little bit more of a worker about it. And just be like, hey, man, you need anything? And they'll be like, no. You know, fuck off and leave me alone, please. And uh, that would be the end of it. You know, that would be the only real time where I'd maybe do that. But, like, I'm not, like, a selfie guy. I'm not going to ask for a selfie with anybody. You know what I mean? I think that that's insane. 
But who knows? I mean, maybe there's somebody out there. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'd want to take a selfie with, like, LeBron James or something. Because also, like, I don't really care. Like, it would be crazy to meet LeBron James, but it wouldn't be that big of a deal to me. I, I don't want to say that in a rude way. It would be a, It would be a crazy moment for sure, right? I'm just personally not a big fan, you know? I think as a guy, he's cool. I don't like him as a basketball player. And I'm not saying he's not good. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much why I don't like him. Too dominant. Drives me insane. Drives me insane. You know, especially because when he was in Miami was when he was the best. And it's when he had an incredible team. It was brutal. It was brutal. Because uh, also it was when the Bulls were good. So it was like, fuck. This is the one shot we've had. They won 62 games. They won 62 games and everybody just ignores it. I feel like the fucking Safdie brothers talking about the Knicks from the same era. You know? Where's my Bulls lovers at from that time? Please. Okay? But that was also the injury year, I think. Fucking Derrick Rose. God. What could have been? I love you, Derrick Rose. I forgive. I forgive you. Not that you need to be forgiven. That's the problem. We all got mad like it was his fault. It's not your fault, Derrick. Okay? Chicago loves you forever uh just by default and there's my uh my little goodwill hunting advice for you right i mean robin williams told him and uh he listened so congratulations uh frosted tips for life we should bring it back i mean if now if there was ever a time to bring back frosted tips, I think it's when you're at home alone and nobody can ever see it. You know what I mean? So if right now you're a person who's like been or maybe not even right now, maybe it's been like years ongoing like this conflict in your head like, "Wow, I really enjoy this look." <laughs> I think I think it works and I think it would work on me and even if it doesn't I support it enough that I want to try it, right? But you're like, I don't want to be shunned by society. Totally fair, because you would be, because that's atrocious and stupid, and you would look terrible, most likely. But who knows, right? And uh, that's kind of the itch that you've been trying to scratch. It's like, I would just love to find out, but I don't want anybody else to find out, right? So now's your time. Okay, frosted tips, people. You do you. Okay, you grab some Maybelline or whatever the fuck, and do whatever the fuck you have to do to do that, and do it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) There's my million dollar advice. Okay, if you want your tips frosted, go fucking frost them. Frost them like flakes. Let's get going. Okay, they're great, but they're not. Because who wants who wants fucking frosted tips? Please, I hope. Here's the thing. While I hope that you actually do get to try that, if that is your goal and something that you would like to do, please do it. But also, like, I hope that that's not the case for anybody. At the same time, uh, because on a second note, if that is your situation, you know, maybe you got some other underlying issues that you might need to address. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You know, that's not for me to decide. Right. That's just for me to, you know, point out that that may be part of what's going on. Right. Jesus. Isn't it incredible how many feelings and opinions you have on how many things? 
<laughs> Sometimes it's just fucking remarkable that like anything could come up and I instantly know how I feel about it. And it's like, where the fuck did that come from? You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of a good example right now. Frosted Tips definitely isn't because nobody should fucking like that ever. Everybody's opinion should be the same <laughs> on that, <laughs> okay? <laughs> but, I mean, it's just so bizarre. Like, the stuff on Curb, right? Like, if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, the dude's got a fucking opinion on everything. And some people watch that show. I, I assume a very small, stupid population watch that show and think, like, oh, my God. <laughs> right? Because it's just insane. It is. And it's a lot. And that's the point. I mean, I absolutely love it. The more the merrier. I want it to. I love when it goes fucking crazy. And that's why this season has been. Was. Oh, it's over. That is so sad. I can't believe I just realized that. Um, but the new season was fucking awesome. What I didn't, I didn't like was when they chilled it out a little bit. Like, toward the last couple episodes... I don't know. I just feel like it started so crazy. That first episode had like fucking 15 new storylines. He was breaking shit. It was unbelievable, right? And then they like went to Mexico and did the did a whole like different thing and it was just it was cool, man, to have like a breath of fresh air in that show. Not that it even needed one, right? It could be the same thing forever, but the fact that they're like getting weird with it now is awesome, right? But I'm sure some people watch that show and they're like, Jesus, like, this guy needs to stop and tone it down. Or I'm like, fucking ramp it up, right? Um, But, I mean, I do sometimes question, like, Jesus, how does he even know that he feels this way about stuff? And then I'll I'll catch myself being like, you know what, man? You should not, you know, do this on an airplane or, like, at a restaurant. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I guess I'm just well-informed. I guess I'm a... Maybe it's because of that show. Who knows? Maybe I just talked myself into a solution. Again, who knew that I knew the answer? Not me. Right? It's magic. It's magic what you can discover about yourself. All you gotta do is fucking talk alone in a room. Who would have thought? What a healthy thing I'm doing. Right? Jesus. They wanted social distancing, though. Here we are. You asked for it, not me. Not me, no way. No way, no how. Anyway, I digress. Uh, I never really got to finish thought. It's just unprecedented, okay, that he's doing this. I'm sorry. I can't stop thinking about it. Tom. I mean, I don't it, I don't know why. It just feels dirty. You know what I mean? It feels like cheating, right? I mean, I hope it's incredible. That's the thing. I don't want it to suck. Because everybody talks about, oh, this guy went to this team and sucked. And it's like, well, he hasn't sucked yet. Everybody's talking about how his last season was terrible. And it's like, I guess for Tom Brady, sure. You know, don't give me QBR when it comes to this guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's beyond advanced metrics. Don't give me that. Especially because they're new to football, right? Because now they're talking like, oh, he actually sucked like most of the time. And it's like, no, he didn't. You know what I mean? That's where it's like you can get blinded by stats. So I get the people that like want to be in between. In between is the place to be. You know what I mean? Because if you're going to go all metrics, then some dudes like, you know what I mean? Then probably everybody from Texas Tech is a monster. And some of them probably can't play in the NFL. Meanwhile, some of them probably can. Like if there were if there was an in-between guy and a little bit of metrics guy, I still think to this day both Graham Harrell 
no, here, let's go three. Graham Harrell, Colt McCoy, and Kellen Moore all would have been successful NFL quarterbacks because they were unbelievable in college. Like, I watched them play, and the throws they were making were insane, right? You can't, like, the system doesn't dictate that. And I get that everybody understands that now, right? But at the same time, you can't tell me that while you understand that, that you don't understand that sometimes they don't paint the full picture, right? Like, isn't it why the Rockets aren't winning titles? Because they're using only that, you know? I mean, I don't know. You know, the A's didn't win the World Series. Like, you gotta just have somebody with an it factor, right? So don't tell me Tom Brady's terrible ever. He never has been. He never will be, hopefully, for the will-be part. But, like... How can you say that he's been bad? Like, he threw 24 touchdowns, 8 picks. Sounds good to me. I'm good already. Oh, his completion percentage was down. So, the team was bad. The team, the offense wasn't good. Right? They had to play in the division. They won 12 games. They won 11 the year before and got the bye. Nobody was like, Jesus, they only won 11 games? Maybe they were. People probably were saying that. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not that crazy. You can say his plays declined. He won the Super Bowl. You know, he's a year removed from it. So, I mean, I, I see no reason. Although, like, Manning, it does happen, like, fucking overnight. But that's why I think that they're going to be, like, little darts. Like, I think he's going to throw, like, 45 passes a game. Like, it's going to be all on yak. That's my prediction. Um, but, yeah, he's fucking great. Always great. Don't tell me that shit. And uh, I hope it works out. I just really hope it works out. I don't want it to be a Jordan Wizards thing. And I get that he had, like, front office pull, and that's why he came back and did that. But, like, still, bad look. Bad look, right? Uh, But, I mean, it just never went well. I mean, Namath was never good, right? So everybody brings up Namath on the Rams. Like, yeah, he was atrocious, but was he ever good? You want to look at those fucking numbers? Huh? Look at his number. And you'll be like, oh, it was the 60. Well, go fuck yourself then if there's an answer for everything, right? (laughs) So Brady sucks, but Namath was good, even though the numbers don't say so. Go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. That doesn't add up. That's not a good point. Anyway. I'm going to move on from it now, but actually I'm not. Because one last thing, I just want to say, I love you, whatever you decide, Tom. You're my hero, and uh, you're the GOAT. So it doesn't really fucking matter, right? And that's why, uh, just let him do what he wants. What what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? He he makes seventy million dollars and doesn't win another Super Bowl. Sounds like everybody else, <laughs> right? I mean, a lot of people have made that much money and not won a Super Bowl. So sounds like a win win to me, right? I mean, big boost for Tampa, the greatest thing that's ever happened. If I was in Tampa, I'd be. I would when as soon as reports as soon as reports came out that it was maybe a thing I would have got on the season ticket wait list. Come on, come on. I've never gotten to see him play. I mean, I mean the Patriots only play the Bears what every four years. I think it was only and it, you know what I mean. It's at home or on the road every other time, so it's like once every eight years is your only shot. Locally, you know what I mean. I guess I could have gone to a Colts game or something. But anyway, that's not really the point. I love you, Tom Brady. That's the end of the Tom Brady thing for now. I'm gonna talk about him forever. He's a god. But uh, yeah, speaking of Tampa Bay, 
Uh, I actually don't know what the weather is like in Tampa Bay. It's in Florida, so that sucks. I mean, Brady's not going to become one of those Florida guys. I definitely think he's way too established to be a Florida man. Um, So I don't think that the state will corrupt him. I get why old people would go. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I don't get why anybody who's like 20 is like, yeah, let me let me sign a lease. <laughs> let me make sure I stay in Florida. You know what I mean? Or anybody's like, you know what I mean? I could get going to college there and I could get vacations there. I get every reason to go there. I don't really get any reason to live there unless you're an old established person. You know what I mean? Like I get the tax things and all that stuff. Great. Great. Why do you think that is? It's great for millionaires, sure. They're just protecting their assets. But it's so fucking bumblefuck Jim, you know, in Boone County. <laughs> uh, every 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 hillbilly place is Boone County to me. Anytime I'm in, like, a farm area or just, like, middle of nowhere, any place that would be considered, like, bumfuck, I also would now call Boone County. That's my new thing. Uh, let me know if it catches on, because then we can do uh, hashtag Boone County. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's so it's so that guy doesn't leave. You know, the middle of nowhere in Florida. Why why would he go anywhere? He doesn't gotta pay. You know, income tax, property. T- you know, you know what I mean. You don't gotta pay any fucking taxes if you live there, because they're like, please, somebody just stay. <laughs> please, we we need this, and uh, yeah. I don't think that that's an issue if you're rich. I think that, like, Florida traps the poor <laughs> and ruins people's lives. But anyway, I do assume that the weather is nice in Tampa. You know, I've been there. Uh, Bush Gardens, pretty sick. Pretty sick. Had some cool rides, some animals. You know, it's always nice to see some animals. Uh, <laughs> and, uh Yeah. Probably nice there. We got our first nice quarantine day here. And a little concerned as to how that's going to go. We might be tearing each other limb from limb in the streets. You know? It's nice out. You know? But it's also like, get the fuck away from me. So it's like, how do you handle that? I don't know if we'll handle it well here. It's condensed. You know? Out in Boone County, you know, you got a couple acres between you and the next guy. They're socially distanced daily, bro. They know what's up. Okay? They got their hands in the dirt, you know, the salt of the earth. They got their, their, their knuckle deep in mud. <laughs> what do you know about it? You know, you know, like just put me on your tractor and, uh, you know, drive me to the ocean. I think that worst case scenario, people just start walking into the ocean, Right. And (laughs) maybe that somehow solves a whole lot of problems that we just weren't aware of, right? But, uh, I mean, now's now's the time for any good inventions if you want to do, like, some anything. You know, anything cool. I'm hoping that a lot of, like, I've been waiting for, like, that breakthrough thing, you know? Because now we're at a place, like, in, like, tech where, like, everything is so fucking sick that, like, basically everything's just getting upgraded and there's, like, no real new stuff. You know what I mean? I remember like, even when the iPad came out, I just didn't get it. I was a kid, but I, I just didn't get it, right? But that was, like, a new breakthrough thing. Like, a fucking tablet is crazy. Like, I understand it. You know what I mean? I get it now that I'm not a child. But, like, you know what I mean? There's not going to be, like, a new cell phone. 
they are what they are. You can only like expand on. So like, where's that new breakthrough thing? Like when the car came out and then the airplane came out, everybody's like, "Oh fuck!" Now we're just getting all the same shit. You know, but I hope that out of this, somebody's like, "Yo, check out, check out this fucking smorgasbord." You know, whatever. I have developed a light <laughs> that transmits to the moon. You know, or whatever. Just some crazy shit where we're like, holy Shaka Khan, how the fuck did you pull that off? Right? And it's like a game changer. That's what I want. You know, where's the, like, somebody makes a plumbus and we finally know what they're for. Right? That would be sick. And uh, I think now's the time. You know, you got dudes tinkering at home. Isn't that usually what happens? Right? Isn't that how they found uh, penicillin? Right? Some dude was just, like, nasty. <laughs> it was just some dude like jizzing in his socks and like throwing onions in the sink and he's like oh my god i just made a little healthy baby right like i can help people with this little cocktail you know so now to this day i mean maybe you know if you're if you're making cheese in your kitchen you know maybe you think twice about you know what your standard recipe is maybe you want to throw something new in there and then maybe we'll discover a little something Right? Like when you're using your loincloth and your pantyhose to curdle milk into the cylinders and funnel it out, you know, maybe you throw a little uh, nitroglycerin in there or whatever. A little monothamine nitrate. That's right. I'm just saying stuff. I know that those things would not go well with those other things. But, you know, maybe somebody is trying something that nobody's ever tried before. And that's what we like to call innovation, right? And that's 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 what America claims it's all about. You know, you take you take a ride through the middle of the country, and uh, you might disagree. You might realize that uh, every building is falling apart uh, in between uh, uh, Chicago and Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but I mean, you roll through a plain state, and you're gonna see some crazy shit. And it's like, these people either just don't give a fuck or it's abandoned or you don't really know what's going on. And it's like, yeah, I don't think really anybody knows what's going on over here. Because I didn't, and I'm, you know, fucking 50, 70 miles away. So, I guess everybody's chilling, but like, Jesus, I see those buildings. I'm like, damn, are we in the hood? And I'm like, oh, wait, they don't have the hood. This is just it. This is just everywhere. And it's like, oh, that's depressing. Right, please take me back to to where the infrastructure exists. Uh, I'm a big infrastructure guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty hot take, I know, but uh, yeah, I I love infrastructure. Uh, <laughs> uh, pretty rare breed, I know. So if if anybody wants to wants to talk roads, you let me know. I still don't get the road thing, right? Like. How is there a road everywhere? I just do not understand how that's humanly possible, right? But then it takes like, I don't know, it takes like two years to build a target. Something doesn't add up there, right? Because, you know what I mean? There's a road to everywhere, coast to coast, no problem. Like, you can get anywhere, right? But when the, they started in, like, the 40s, shouldn't they still be working on some of it somewhere? No. Somehow there's a fucking road everywhere. I don't care how many people there are. 
That is just insane, right? Now, maybe that's just because I'm used to, like, us not getting shit done and everything being slow and terrible because, like, in fucking, you know, Asia, they got all these bullet trains and all this awesome shit that's fucking cool and it goes up quick and they have all these, you know, advancements. Maybe, I, maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe that's the one thing we did well, and I think that it's crazy because we're not doing anything else well. Maybe I should be mad that we're not building everything else up that quickly, right? I mean, I think that's fair. America. Where did these roads come from? <laughs> How is that not? I think that that is a crazier conspiracy theory than flat earth. You know what I mean? If you start to deny, like, road workers, like, nah, these roads been here, bro. Christ put these roads here when he was in St. Louis or whatever the fuck. But yeah, I mean, if you have any inside information on roads, you just let me know. Because uh, I think we should get to the bottom of this. I think that this is a perfect example of what I was trying to articulate with the Kirby enthusiasm thing. Apparently, I got a big, I got a lot of opinions on roads. So I also do think, okay... So I may, I think I talked about like my little tiny home lot thing to make like little mini neighborhoods and it would be cool and secure and like, you know what I mean? You put, you, you put like four to eight in one lot and one gate for everybody, but like you have a key so it's still private and then like you know your neighbors. I think that that would be really cool, right? But then I think like if you're going like on a little bit like a city planning thing, right? So you set up a bunch of lots with a bunch of those. Obviously, that's part of the plan anyway. Same thing with the garage conversion thing. If I haven't talked about it, please ask me about it. I'll talk about it. But I think that I've done this already before where I recap it. Anyway, um, the full like city planner mode version would be uh basically so there's this park called the 606 which any chicago people you know if you're listening you know about it uh because you're only listening to this because i asked you to so that's fine but uh yeah it's like a converted train track that is now a park brilliant idea i think they have a few in new york like that probably you know you know what i mean probably across the country but it's just the one that i know of right so now imagine if there was a system of that so like chicago already has all those over the road like L tracks, the train tracks, right, for everybody to get around. Some of them are underground, some of them are above ground, right? I'm thinking, why wouldn't you just build a bunch of those above ground platforms as, like, paths anyway, right? So, like, imagine if I understand that it, like, well, if it's for trains, it affects the look. But, like, if it's, like, a little park thing, imagine if in New York City above the road, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, literally every street. But imagine, like, if every five blocks there was, like, an above-ground path where you could, like, bike. You know what I mean? Like, bike messengers. I think that that occupation would just balloon up through the roof. But I also think, like, in terms of infrastructure, like, you have less people on the road, less people on the sidewalk. Because, let's say, sidewalk is just for walking and then these above ground paths are for like rollerblading, biking, skateboarding, like whatever wheel thing you got, even the little motorized like you know the quote hoverboards. I hate that they're called hoverboards. You're not hovering and that's a slight to back to the future and it's total bullshit. So fuck you. It shouldn't be called that. Whoever decided to call it that's an asshole cuz it's stuck. Anyway, um, yeah, imagine that, like, every single mode of traffic that would normally be a nuisance to drivers is just up there, and then people are walking, so anybody who would be a nuisance on a sidewalk is also up there, right? And I just think doing that underground would just be dangerous for a lot of people, so above ground is just a natural solution. But I mean, you know, 
how is that not more effective? Everybody, you get to go as fast as you want. You don't have to stop at any lights. Like, it's perfect. You can just keep cruising to wherever you got to go, you know. And then there's, like, exits every few blocks. Boom. I just think that, like, if you built a city with that in the plan, or, like, I guess retroactively, but that would be pretty difficult, which I think is probably the reason why uh, that's not really coming up anywhere. But I, I don't know. It's like... Oh, so is that just a missed opportunity that we never got to have because somebody decided to convert a train track like, you know, 80 years after it got built and nobody realized that we could have just had these paths the whole time? Probably yes. You know, that's bullshit, though. Um, I don't know. I just think, like, what better thing to invest in than making people's commute easier? Because it's the worst part of everything. Everybody hates every kind of traffic, every kind of line. And if you enjoy it, that's great. Okay. Uh, give me, like, I, I want that Uber app for people who wait in line for you. That would be fucking sick. And if it already exists, tell me what the app's called. But we need to blow it up. You know, if you want to be a contract gig, I would probably rather be the guy waiting in line than an Uber driver, though. <clears throat> that That sounds brutal to me. But... Yeah, I mean, let's get that app going where you can wait in line for me and then I just come take your spot. I love that. I love that concept and I love that people would totally do it and it just seems like a no-brainer to me. I would totally pay for that, right? Like, isn't that the ultimate form of laziness? Like, you don't want to do nothing. (laughs) You know what I mean? You'd rather do nothing at your house than do nothing waiting in line. And then, like, it's also useful if it's a thing you need to wait in line for, but, oh, you have a job, you know? (laughs) again this is wishful thinking that the world will go back to normal um but yeah i mean could could you imagine all those tasks getting done (laughs) you can now have somebody um buy your groceries and drive you home and then they can wait in line for you for stuff it's like imagine that's one guy we should all just hire an assistant (laughs) wouldn't it be easier if you just had your uber driver i feel like at this point the ratio of Uber and Lyft drivers to people is like one to one. <laughs> Again, not that they're not people, but I'm just saying, like, imagine, I think that there's a there's a Lyft driver for every person, for sure. Like, half the population is driving for Lyft or Uber. I'm a Lyft guy. Um, I still don't really trust Uber. I don't know if they've changed their ways or not corporately, but they did some nasty shit, and I didn't like it. It also costs more and takes longer. Their routes are terrible. The shared route take you out of the way on purpose, like, just so you can fucking, like, not have to pay monetarily, but have to pay in suffering for selecting the cheaper option. They're like, you don't want to fucking pay? All right, well, you're going to pay in torture, and we're going to drive you fucking 25 blocks out of the way, and we're not going to take the highway because fuck you. We're going to take the streets, and we're going to take the busiest streets there are because this is somehow optimized for your convenience. You can go fuck yourself because it's not, okay? So, yeah, you know, I took it once. <laughs> I took it I took it like once, maybe three times. Uh, it has never really gone very well. Uh, if I'm with somebody, it goes fine every time. But the solo trips are pretty rough. They've been They've been rough. Uh, so yeah, I'm a lift guy, big lift guy. It's usually cheaper. The routes are better. So just leave it at that. Check your shared. You know, nobody wants to take a shared. I, I, I feel like that is just insane to me. Like, where do you got to go? You know, if you're late, then don't. Sure. I get it. You know, but I mean, 
why are you just content to not spend money? Is it really that hard to sit next to somebody in a fucking <laughs> in a car? You ever sit like you know what I mean? If there's somebody in a, on a bench at the bus stop, do you not sit down? If you want to sit down, if you don't want to sit down, don't sit down. But I mean, like, to what extent are you going to go to avoid people? It's terrible. I find myself doing it out of habit all the time. Like it just seems normal that we should just be avoiding everyone at all costs. <clears throat> And right now is not a good time to be saying this because, like, yeah, you should be and definitely should be. But when you shouldn't have to be, like, now, so later, right? <laughs> you follow that? Um, you know, don't be like that. <laughs> don't be giving people fucking, don't be coughing in people's mouths and shit. Still, always still true. That'll never not be true, right? But, I mean, Jesus, don't go to such lengths. <clears throat> You know, sometimes I have to find myself making an effort to go out of the house. Like, I have to, like, have some reason. It's like, no, just leave, you know, and that's a struggle. I guess I'm angry this morning. I don't really know what's going on. I think I've kind of woken up as I've gone along and talked myself into energy. You know what I mean? I'm uh, channeling my inner chakras through my vocal stimulus package, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's just exhausting. Not uh, not any of the things I said. Really, just like uh, trying to trying to think all that. Like being me is pretty <laughs> pretty exhausting, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, I duke it out. I grind it out. That's what I'm here for. You know, I'm a man of the people. The other day, I spent uh, probably about four hours in the morning watching a bunch of barstool one by pizza reviews, and uh, let me say. Totally hooked. Been watching them all week ever since. Uh, fucking, I've been fucking with Barstool a little bit in and out lately for like the past year. I, I'm starting to get it. You know what I mean? At first I didn't get it because like you just see like somebody share like a random clip, you know, on your feed or whatever. And then you like just watch that clip and you don't really get it. It's like you kind of have to be involved and like a constant reader to like understand right um i feel like that's how i am with the ringer right the ringer's my big my number one it was my number one website was grantland before the ringer so like you know pretty big bill simmons guy as i think i've mentioned before uh but yeah i feel like i like the whole staff like you feel like you know all of them the how involved they are and like how much content they're putting out it's fantastic and i uh retroactively realized what barstool's been doing the whole time and it's fucking cool as well and they got like branches and shit so that's awesome um but yeah those pizza reviews are fucking sick uh i get it i got the app the fact that they have all that app and infrastructure that's like totally i think that that's why i like it it's totally in like my vein of what a project could be right it's like oh let me just do this little thing take this little video there's not really much structure to it it's pretty loose but then it turns into this like whole thing with the app and like they make it super legit and awesome and real like there's not that much going on in the actual video itself other than this guy just like saying an arbitrary thing and it's fucking it's brilliant i'm sorry i i again i'm doing that thing where i just explain what it is and then say that it's good because it's what it is everybody knows what it is i'm not saying anything new here I'm just rapping, you know what I mean? I got to give credit where credit's due, okay? But I mean that that's a thing to do if you're looking for something to watch, maybe try that. I don't really know. I started rewatching The Leftovers. 
And uh, let me tell you, the first season is even better than I remember. Uh, I remember it was being like, so like if I had to do like out of 10, if I had to do like a season by season ranking, my original thought was that the first season was like a, you know, like a 6.5, right? 7, maybe? Uh, Looking back, total like 8.3. It was phenomenal. Really just like the first episode's pretty slow. Uh, And then like the second one a little eh. You know, but then like the whole rest of the way, it just cruises. It is, it just gets unbelievable right away. I thought that the source material was like part of the problem. It was not at all. First season was amazing, and uh, yeah, I mean the second season is <laughs> even better than I thought that that was too. Uh, I'm getting through that right now, and I, I mean season three, I was watching as it happened. Right. So I got into it after the first because the second season went like was ads were everywhere on HBO. People were they were just like, please fucking watch this. Thank God they let them do the third season regardless. Life changer. But uh, I, wa- I watched that unfold live and that that's the greatest season of television in history. So like you don't need to. You know what I mean? I don't even need to rewatch that to reevaluate that score. There's no way that that gets worse. I'm sorry. There's just no way. And uh, I'll probably do a deeper dive once I finish the show. But uh, if you're looking for something, highly recommend it. Weirdly, a lot of parallels to our current situation. You know what I mean? So that, that was partially the reason why I kind of wanted to start it. I had just been wanting to rewatch it anyway. It's a fucking masterpiece. And uh, I also started Watchmen, Damon Lindelof's next project with Regina. You know what I mean? And it's also fucking awesome. Uh, but that I feel like I really, really need to pay attention to. So I'm kind of I'm gonna breeze through the leftovers, um, knowing I've seen it already, so I can miss a little bit. You know what I mean? Like if I take a swig of water, if I like check a text, I don't have to feel like oh fuck what happened. Whereas like in Watchmen, I'm like trying to give my full devoted attention. That's how I like to watch anything. You know, that was how I watched the leftovers originally, and uh, I think that's how everything deserves to do it. Please watch that show. Uh, absolute masterpiece, and uh, yeah, like I said, pretty pretty eerily relevant to right now, but uh, definitely not intentionally. So uh, just kind of works out. Uh, check it out. I'm gonna roll out of here now that I've uh, ranted my way through the morning. We can uh go start a day. You know, <laughs> fuck uh fuck a morning yoga. I do yoga at night. I scream in the morning. This is how I get started. Uh, anyway, uh, until next time. Don't forget. Music's coming soon. Wolf X, check it out. Uh, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator. Thanks.